There's so much focus on getting the person from the internet to the chair. We don't have to do that anymore. You can make money in so many other ways. They can sit in their own goddamn chair and I can still sell it to them. They don't even have to be my client and I could sell to them. Hi, everyone. I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher. And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. Where we teach you to salon differently. Let us introduce you to one of our favorite product companies, Reverie. Reverie is hair care for all humans, no matter your hair type. Their clean and innovative formulas nurture the integrity of your hair for unrivaled results. Reverie is made intentionally in California, paying attention to detail at every stage of the process. Their mindfully sourced vegan ingredients and environmentally friendly packaging showcases their commitment to creating alchemy in a bottle. Reverie was created in 2011 by Garrett Markinson and continues to be a family-owned and operated business to this day. Tap the link in the episode description to get connected with our friends over at Reverie. I don't know who needs to hear this, but stocking retail shelves does not make you money. But do you know what can? Online sales. DTH has partnered with Salon Interactive to bring you a free marketplace to sell the products you love to your clients and followers without having to spend a dime on retail. Salon Interactive brings back the power to the artist. You get to make a large commission from your sales, whether your client and followers buy them at 2 a.m. from their couch or directly from their phone while eating breakfast. Making money in your sleep is now possible with Salon Interactive. Best part is, it's free. Visit saloninteractive.com slash DTH for more details. So I've been doing this thing on social media that I haven't actually done, but I think it. Oh, okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, where you like did it, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> Do I got it? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so... Every time I see like a meme or a video or a photo or whatever, something where I'm like, I don't know. I, like, I don't know how to explain it. I could take offense to it maybe, but not offense because I'm not offended easily. But like I. It hits you in a spot you didn't know me. you had. And then my first thought is, I wish a bitch would. <laughs> and then my second thought is, what's the acronym for that saying? And then I go, oh, it's IWABW. I wish a bitch would. And then I think hashtag IWABW. And then I think to myself, would anyone know what that is? You just try it. <laughs> so anyone listening, I hashtag, would like to start hashtag. I wish a bitch would. I can't even say it. <laughs> IWABW. I wish a bitch would. But then I went into a further spiral of <laughs> I really do wish a bitch would. <laughs> like we need it. <laughs> like I wish a bitch would get an affiliate link. I wonder how you were going to tie that into our topic today. (laughs) I wish a bitch would sign up for Salon Interactive. Like I wish a bitch would raise their prices. (laughs) I I wish a bitch would. So it's not like it's not a bad thing. It's also a good thing. Like I really do wish a bitch would. So Mm -hmm. hashtag (laughs) IWABW. But I do. I when it comes to retail. I wish a bitch would when it's like they want me to buy $10,000 of retail to put it on a shelf. I'm like, I wish a bitch would. I wish a bitch would come at me with that. (laughs) Then I hear I'm removing all my retail and I'm like, I do wish a bitch would. So (laughs) I can hear the listeners that aren't in our coaching program right now. They're like, oh, skip this. I'm not doing that, David and Sid. I'm not. And you know what I have to say? I wish a bitch would. I wish a bitch would. (laughs) 
<laughs> you know what's funny is this podcast isn't going to be what you think it is. We're not going to drill you on the importance of taking your retail away. That's two episodes from now. Okay. Not this one. It's also episodes. like 18 episodes ago. Ago. Yeah. And 13 out before that. So just keep listening. We'll keep repeating because you're not getting it. <laughs> I wish a bitch would. We have to keep talking about it. And that's the thing. I think regardless of whatever the you are doing with your retail, I don't care did how you much sleep yourself out. I know. I don't know why. I don't know why the fuck you. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. But whatever you're doing with your retail, I don't care. Like, unless you're my student, then I care. Whatever you decide to do, it's your business, your life, you do you. But if you are not tapping into the affiliate aspect of it, whether it's with your current product lines, whether it is with a new product line, you are doing your business a disservice from growing with what is coming in the future, if not now. It's not going away. It's going to come on hot. It's going to come in stronger. Eventually, we're not even going to have, everything's going to be online, even more so than it is now. We're really hurting ourselves. You know, the one thing that happened during pandemic is affiliate links saved so many of our students' lives. I mean, some of our students during the middle of a pandemic were bringing in more money, six, seven, eight thousand dollars a month in affiliate profit. And that was more than they were making doing hair. And they were like, why am I even going to go back to doing hair? I can just sell products on the internet. I'm like, yeah. It's kind of true. So I want to explain to everyone the difference between affiliates and online marketplaces because yes. they are both, different. They both, both are good. very and, impactful. Yeah, they both work. So there are some companies that do affiliate programs where they will give you a link. This link must be used for you to get credit. So if I want someone and not to fake buy, credit, like actual money, <laughs> real money. So if I want someone to buy, let's say hair story, I will get a link with hair story and my clients go to that link and everything they buy, get a certain commission for, which is a great commission. And the reason affiliate links are great is because I don't have to pay for shipping. I don't have to stock the shelves. So I actually make real money. An online marketplace is similar, but an online marketplace allows you to hold more products than just one line. And multiple it is, lines, yeah. yeah, you can hold multiple lines that are associated with that online marketplace. And with that, you can customize it so that it's a website that holds all your favorite products. So you don't have to have all these different links. So online marketplaces, they're not very common, but the ones that have come out, they kind of have replaced the affiliate link in a bigger way, but both of them do work. So we have like hair story has an affiliate link and then you have salon interactive which is an online marketplace where you can brand the site and you can get credit for multiple different products that you like. And I'm, these are just two companies that we love working with and they're kind of on the forefront of everything. But the future is, like Sid said, it, it is online. It's online sales. You have to it's have online sales. A, you, you have to get to the point where you have an option for your clients or friends or whoever they are, followers on the in, on, on the Instagram. Oh my God, what am on I, 90? On the Instagram. <laughs> your followers I on social would. media. <laughs> your followers on social media, they have to be able to directly buy from you without it being a physical exchange. And I think that's- exactly. That's where people are missing the mark is they're like, well, I want clients to buy. Well, I don't want to drive down to your salon. 
So what I'm going to do, I'm going to buy on Amazon or I'm going to buy from Sephora. I'm going to buy from Ulta because they sell the product that you sell. And I want to use what you use because you're my hairstylist and I trust you. I do want you to make money. But if you don't have a way for me to help you make money, I can't buy it from you. But also like being in a salon and just carrying one line is so boring and no one eventually people want something new. So you can carry whatever you think is the best of the best. But as soon as I get bored with it, unless you introduce me to something else that you probably don't carry, then I'm going to go get it somewhere else. People get bored. There's this whole theory that like, oh, if you sell retail, you'll have better client retention. That is a load of shit. <laughs> I wish a bitch I mean, would. <laughs> I wish a bitch would. Because that is a load of shit. Anyone who believes that is an idiot. I said it right here, right now. I hope <laughs> I hope that someone clips this and it goes viral. If, <laughs> If you believe that selling retail increases client retention, you are an idiot. And I'll tell you why. Because everybody wants new. Mm -hmm. So gone are the days of loyalty. That's a Gen X. Loyalty is Gen X. We now have millennial and Gen Z who are opening up their relationships. They want the next best thing from Instagram. They want it there within two days or less. Two days is too long now. Now The fact that I can't get it next day, I'm like, ugh. Exactly. Amazon now has like two hour delivery in certain cities. And Sephora does too. I order my makeup, I get it same day. Target is Mm -hmm. hours. Same day. Yeah. I can get it within hours. So I have an example of this. It's a bookstore example to take it out of the industry. There is a lovely bookstore on the corner of my street here in New York City. And I love supporting local bookstores and I love books. And keeping bookstores alive. (laughs) Yeah. I want to keep the bookstores alive. So I go in, there's a book I wanted to get. I knew they probably wouldn't have it. So I go up and I say, do you have this book? I'd like to order it if you don't. So they say, yeah, we'll order it and we'll have it here as soon as we can. Two weeks later, I got a call that it came in and I had already ordered it three days after I didn't get a phone call and I've already been reading it. (laughs) And it made me sad because I want to support the bookstore, but I also want to read the book. Mm -hmm. And so... You can take the story in two ways. You can say they should have had that book on on their shelves. But the reality is I, was, I might have been the only person that was going to get it. So it wasn't popular. No one else had asked for it. So there really is no point as a business person to stock a bunch of these books that one person asked for, which is what salon owners do. They're like, well, that my one client loves this conditioner. And so I have to order, what, $5,000 worth mm-hmm. of it? When it's they so can stupid. order it themselves online from you. Exactly. Exactly. And so I think, you know, we stopped talking about this after pandemic because I thought everyone understood Mm-mm. it. But now well, I think a lot of people went back to old habits out of fear of implementing something new when they're back at work. Right. Like, oh, this is what you do in a crisis. Yeah, only. And it's like, no, well, think about how many companies created affiliate links. I was screaming at the top of my lungs with excitement because I was like, Yes, like every product line. I mean, Olaplex did it. Like every product line was making affiliate links. And I was like, yes. And then they took them all away. Right. As soon as everybody started going back to work, they took it away. And I'm like, what? Why? Why would you do that? Because it worked. Yeah. Here's the thing with larger companies. They all did affiliate links really quickly, but they didn't do it right. And so they didn't actually make any money from it. Mm -hmm. The stylists did and the salons did, which was the good part. But the company wasn't structured properly on the back end to make it all work. Yeah. And so that's why they took it away. But there are companies out there that have set this up 
to work for everyone. It works for the stylist, it works for the salon, it works for the distributor, it works for everyone. And so I think that's like, the more we keep talking about it, the more we keep asking for it, the more we keep pushing it, and the less product we keep ordering, I'm losing my mind. Same. The more we do this, <laughs> the more product companies are going to respond with, well, no one's stocking their shelves anymore. We have to make a change. It's like anything that we do. Like, it's like any- You want the government want the to change. Yeah, you want you the government to change, up. you gotta, you gotta <laughs> vote. You gotta show up, you gotta protest. It's just like any time that we want change in something, to benefit a larger group of people, we have to do something about it. Yeah, Affiliate links and online marketplaces, we keep talking about the future. It's no longer the future, it's now. And the only way to get people on board with that in bigger brands is to stop ordering their products and putting it on your shelves. Not only is it just that, there's so much money that goes into the shelving and making... If I see one more salon with a boutique in the front, Gonna be just open a, I wish, open a store. Wish a bitch would. <laughs> just open a store. Like I'm not kidding. Why? <laughs> if you if you have a salon that has a giant boutique, it is better for you to close the salon. Yeah. And to like Sid just said, to run a store. If you carry other things besides hair products, you can charge a lot more money. I had someone ask me this. They said, "Well, if retail doesn't make you any money." then how does Best Buy make any money? Because Best Buy does a couple things. Number one, Best Buy doesn't spend half the money on buying it and then only sell it for the other half. When you buy shampoo, you buy it for $10, but then you sell it for 20. You didn't make any money. Best Buy bought an iPad for $20 and then <laughs> sold it for 1,000. Yeah. The markup is difference. so And they big. buy in bulk. And you don't have the storage for the amount of product you should buy in bulk to get a discount. So when people talk about that, it's like, that's the retail part that's wrong. Now, if you could buy shampoo at $10 and then sell it for $30, now we're talking. That's not then really I wouldn't, it goes in our I know. Then I wouldn't really care anymore about the whole retail. Then I would no. drop it. But that's the thing. People aren't making as much money as they think. Owning a salon or working in your own suite requires a large amount of financial understanding. And if you are anything like me, you don't love doing math. That's why we teamed up with Salon Scale, the first of its kind all-in-one professional salon app to calculate all of your back items and more. Whether you do extensions, color, or find yourself over-ordering, Salon Scale can keep track of it all. Stop guessing on your expenses, go digital, and get Salon Scale. Want 10% off your annual subscription? Tap the link in our episode description to use the code DTH10 at checkout. If you know Destroy the Hairdresser, then you know we talk about hourly pricing all the time. That is why partnering with Aura was a no-brainer. Aura is a new salon booking software that works for salons switching to hourly pricing. Implement the hourly pricing model seamlessly with Aura's online booking experience. Salons can customize pricing per provider and display the provider's hourly rate. If you're switching to hourly, switch to Aura. Tap the link in our episode description to unlock instant savings. So I want to talk about influence for a second or influencers in general, whether they are in our industry or not. There are so many influencers 
on social media, whether it's Facebook, TikTok, Pinterest, Instagram, pushing products because they are affiliated, right? So when we click on their links, when we buy from their links, they're going to make money. I buy things from influencers all the time. I mean, that's how I get most of my fashion advice or products or anything is from influencers. Because there's a buzz and we trust and have rapport with a lot of these influencers, we might have a beauty influencer who is not a hairdresser talk about a product that's probably horrible for us, let's be real. But because of how they market it, because we trust them, because there's value in them showing up and putting their name on this product, we buy directly from them. So what we're doing is supporting another small business for sure, which is incredible. But we're taking away from the small business that has made the face-to-face interaction, which is the hairdresser. And the investment. And the investment. They're investing thousands of dollars with you, but buying product from an influencer. Because you are not being influential to your clients. And so something we teach all of our students is to show up on Instagram and be that influencer with your own products, with your own links, and really encourage and be transparent with your clients of how this benefits you as a business. I think people are really scared to talk about how buying product from me is going to benefit me. There's some guilt involved. And it's like, no, that's the point. Because if they're not buying from you, they're buying from someone else. Now, if You're they, like, bitch, I only get paid if you buy it. I don't get paid if I talk about exactly. it. Exactly. But if they, if I don't carry something and they want it, I mean, what can I do? But if they're going to buy something that I do carry because it's easier to get it from someone else versus their link versus mine. And I think that's what we have to do. Not only it's educating our clients isn't beyond educating them about the product it's educating them how to benefit our business how to work with our business how to thank you how to help small businesses it's teaching them how to work with you and your business that they're investing in but I also, hate like educate your client on the product why don't you educate them on the fact that they need to if buy, they from buy you. this product it allows you to make money mm-hmm. we're all very support small business until until it's our it's own our own right I agree with you. I think the whole influencer thing is so powerful. And I can hear someone going, well, that's why I carry it in the salon, so I don't have to do it online. But you're not making money that way. Mm-hmm. And you still are required to influence people to buy. It's called sales. Yeah. So. <sighs> you can see David Stacey just had to take a breather. I like can't. But but this isn't going away. If anything, it's getting more streamlined. Like, Social media has grown so much that now it's growing so quickly. And this is what people don't understand that even the laws around social media, there's so many laws being broken with like creative stealing or defamation of character. And that it's so quick because it's such a free public platform that the law isn't able to keep up. Like they're trying to keep up with how to protect people in these senses of being canceled or bullied or stalked, right? And that's the thing. It's like, there's still so much behind because social media is moving so quickly and the audience is not slowing down. As much as everybody sits there and bitches and hates on social media, every one of you is on there looking at it. You know what's going on. You're investing into it. And it doesn't mean let's stop using it. Let's use it to benefit us. Let's use it to benefit our businesses. Let's use it to benefit our communities. And one way Did you, you know that you do that is through online. In 2020, mm-hmm. Instagram hit 1 billion users a month. A month. Does anybody really understand the amount of what 1 billion there is? There are only <laughs> like 8 billion of us on the planet. So 1 billion of us are using Instagram. That is insane. Mm-hmm. 2.8 billion are on Facebook. Wow. There's, well, yeah. The boomers have a bigger generation. 
Yeah. And it's been a long, it, Facebook's been around longer. Mm-hmm. And also Facebook owns Instagram. So I'm like, mm, mm, yeah. Like, what are we doing here? So Meta owns 3.8 billion. <laughs> I know. Like, here's the thing. Obviously you're not, not everyone is your person, but you have a billion people to work with. There are people, you can carve out anything you want. Mm-hmm. If you want to be the hairdresser that sells crystal shampoo and only does dry haircuts on curly hair, like you can do whatever you want. You have a billion user audience. Mm-hmm. And you can find your people. That's the thing with products you can sell to anybody. It's not just your 100 clientele, 100 people I always, clientele. I always tell people, when you own a salon, when you go to sell it, the only value you have is your Instagram following. Because no one ever is going to buy a salon for what it's actually worth because mm-hmm. you don't need to buy the people anymore. Like, I there's Because so the people, people don't matter anymore that people don't matter it's the brand and the following i've worked with so many salon owners that think they're like yeah eventually i'm gonna sell my salon that's my retirement plan i'm gonna tell you right now on this podcast how much your salon is worth because it doesn't matter who you are the salon is maybe worth twenty thousand dollars total that's saying that they want to buy all the things you have inside of it most people buy salons they want to remodel the whole thing so they don't want to buy what's inside of it And the other thing is they don't need your clientele list because even if you didn't give it to them, those people might probably stay and they have their own audience already. So all these things that used to be valuable are no longer valuable. And you don't own your staff. So the staff can go and you don't own those clients and those clients can go. If I were to buy someone's salon, I'm probably not going to keep the staff. I could interview them and see if they're a good fit for me, but they're not an asset anymore. Yeah, I I want to build my preferred staff. Yeah. And I know that some people are like, yeah, but they make so much, they bring in so much money. It's like all those things. I'm not trying to run that type of salon. I'm trying to like create culture here. So it's your salon's not worth that much money when you go to sell it. It's worth what's inside of it. And it might not even be worth that if the person buying it doesn't want any of your stuff. But what is sellable is your Instagram following. So if you have 500 people on Instagram, okay, I'll buy it from you for $500. (laughs) But if you have 50,000 followers... It could be a million dollars. (laughs) It could potentially be a million dollar buy because you have that option to reach that many people. Listen, no 50,000 follower salon has 50,000 clients. So it doesn't mean that a different brand, different marketer knows how to talk to those people. They may not have 50,000 clients in the chair. They may have 50,000 clients buying from their affiliate links and online marketplace. If done right. If done right. You don't have to just focus on, there's so much focus on getting the person from the internet to the chair. We don't have to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. You can make money in so many other ways. They can sit in their own goddamn chair and I can still sell to them. It's so They don't even have to be my client and I could sell to them. They could be a client of a stylist down the road and I could be doing affiliate link conversations on my Instagram and they could come across me and be like, I want to buy what she's selling. Y'all, they could be Oprah. I mean, I'll buy anything Oprah touches. Half my books. No, I'm saying Oprah could buy from you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you don't know. What if we sold to Oprah? You know how many um, (laughs) small businesses I've seen on TikTok where celebrities have bought things from them? Because celebrities, they're just like us. (laughs) (laughs) They like junk, too. Yeah, and they have literally bought from them. And the TikToker's like, oh, my God, I'm Reese Witherspoon bought my 
carved out spoon, you know? Like, it's like, you don't know. Reese Witherspoon bought a carved out spoon? <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> it's not Is a real it thing. Is because last name's yes. Witherspoon? <laughs> <laughs> ah, think big. Anyways. I wish a bitch would. <laughs> I can't. I'm going to end this. But that's my point. It's like, you don't know who's buying from you. Just let them buy from you. You know who disagrees with this podcast? <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Anyone who just is afraid. What is the harm? You, you have a 50-50 chance of making money with an affiliate link. You make the affiliate link, you talk about it. You probably it. have a greater chance. You make I, more than thing. you're making now, which is nothing because you don't have an affiliate link. It's like, what are you doing? If this episode made you frustrated, that means you know you should do it. Yeah. You know why I know that? Because every time someone tells me I should go to the gym, I want to kill them. <laughs> but then Because they're right. <laughs> So if this episode made you angry and you're like, these two motherfuckers don't know what they're talking about. Just go look into we're it. Right. Go look into it. Just try it. What is that? Yeah. Fork and try it. Just dip your toe in. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon's out there buying carved out spoons. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Hashtag IWABW. <laughs> If I had water in my mouth, it would have been all over my computer. <laughs> we gotta go. This is it. <laughs> Wait, before I go, just to wrap it in a ridiculous, funny story. Have you all seen the the challenge on Instagram where you put water in your mouth? Yes, and you hit people and with you tortillas. Slap each other with tortillas. I want to do it so bad. I okay. wouldn't make it. I hate challenges <laughs> like this, but I want to do it because <laughs> of the influence. But I know, but I know that I won't last because I laugh just thinking about it. <laughs> I literally have been on the couch, just like laying there reading the book, and I will, I, I mean, like I would bust out laughing. And Josh is like, "What are you laughing about?" I'm like, "I just can't stop thinking about the tortilla slapping." <laughs> and there's this girl who like slaps it, and then she farts. Oh my god, that one's the great one. And then she laughs because she, I mean, and she spits the water all over her husband. This is so old, but I can't get it. It is so funny and influential. And if that woman tried to sell me a product, I'd buy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I got a good night's sleep last night. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> Just a little bit. But, yeah, I'm feeling crazy. But until next time, if by next time you all don't have an affiliate link, I'm going to hunt you down. <laughs> also tag us if you do and go. And give you a hug. <laughs> yeah. Tag us if you do go get an affiliate link. I want to know. We don't know okay. anything. We're talking to oh, the air here, but I want to know. Really quickly, Canada. Listen, Canada. Oh, yeah. Oh, Canada. You got to get on the affiliate train. The whole country needs to get on the train. Start talking with... to your product distributors. I know that there are some that are kind of doing it. and can't. We get so many messages. I'm in Canada. Do you know any affiliate links I can break into? And the answer is... No, <laughs> but that's not because we don't know. It's because there isn't. it's not happening yet. We have been talking to Salon Interactive about it, but they are based in the States and are focusing on that area at the moment. So if anyone out there is in Canada and has resources that they can make this happen, let us know. We will happily. I'll invest. Connect. That's all, folks. Bye. 
next time on Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. And we would go out in the woods and take the moodiest photos for MySpace. Yes. <laughs> the moodiest. Extra filter. Extra filter. And it wasn't to cover your flaws. It was because if you didn't have a filter, it wasn't aesthetic enough. It wasn't like... It wasn't cool. It wasn't moody enough. Yeah. Do what you got to do on the times that you have to do it to be relevant, you know? Yeah.